Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Also, let's talk a little bit. I was talking with John Alexander last hour about this Pentagon story about uh, investigating UFOs. Now that you're in the D.C. area, is this something that you can really start tracking? Oh, absolutely. My favorite thing was when this you know story broke and we found out that there was an active UFO investigation through the military right here in our Pentagon. And, George, you and I know people that work there every single day, and they had no idea. So I love that because the first thing, my first reaction was, oh, we're not so crazy after all. <laughs> but, um, you know, my second reaction was just, the realization of how compartmentalized a lot of, um, you know, the work in the military and government is and remains today. So being up here, there's a lot of inquiry. And truthfully, George, I'm learning, you know, we go back to the basics, follow the money. So that $22 million that has really ruffled a lot of feathers up here at Congress um, with, you know, some of our lawmakers um, like Rand Paul and, and some of those that are really, really um, defiant on spending any kind of useless money, well, we're going to use that to our advantage and ask them to help us find even more money in this direction. Do you think you can? Yeah, I, I don't believe for a second that they closed that program. Um, and I, I believe that it's going to take a little work and it's going to take some door kicking um, to get in there and demand, um, you know, just transparency on, you know, where some of our tax dollars are going. But I'm learning that this is this is the easiest way for someone like me as a lobbyist without all the money behind me to wine and dine and influence. Um, I'm, I'm just going to have to turn their or play by their rules, but use this against it or to, to push back using their same policies. We're with Chase Klotsky. We're talking about elongated skulls, UFOs, and uh, we're going to get into the hybrids in just a moment. She is our first person behind the secret door, and I did not guess who she was. I am 0 for 1. Normally I'm 2 for 3 or something like that, but, uh, boy, I missed this one. And it's so much fun. You, you didn't change your voice too much either. I should have caught caught on. That's okay. Um, I, I did a little bit because I, I kind of thought if I came on like I usually do, which is you know typically motivated and that cheerleader tone, you'd catch it right away. <laughs> so hybrids, you've been working on hybrids. Tell us, first of all, in your opinion, what is a hybrid? Well, you know, I think a hybrid is something that's very, very possible. And I've actually been studying a lot more in our technology and AI types of innovation and invention. And when we see where a lot of this is going with nanotechnology, um, even in a medical realm, I see a progression of acceptance. If you would ask most of us 20 years ago, would we implant our body? Most of us, you know, were kind of raised with that Christian mentality and think absolutely not. 
But then I'm noticing that if we're going to implant these foreign objects in our body um, to monitor and, and use it for health, who wouldn't use that advantage for a healthier lifestyle or a cure? And then you think of the future of this. Um, would you implant your children? And again, that's a scary, it's a, a very scary thought. Oh, it is. At the onset. But what if your kid was the only one not chipped, but all the others were uh, gaining intelligence and they were smarter, faster, stronger, and your kid's now left behind? Would you do it then? It sounds like the sign of the beast, though, doesn't it? You have to have something like this to survive? Absolutely. And how are they going to... Um, you know, implement a plan like this without, you know, people like us rearing up. And, of course, it is going to be using, you know, the mindset that we don't want our children to not be as smart or as healthy or as strong. And it's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Indeed it is. Chase, uh, let's talk about the possibilities that presidents are not told about UFOs. You're out there in Washington, D.C. now. Do you think someone like President Trump will ever get to the bottom of this? You know, sometimes I feel when you really understand what's going on here and the inner workings, and I'm new at this, so I'm just beginning to get the sense of it. It is nothing what we're seeing on mainstream media. You know, you're going to hear the truth of the pulse on, on shows like Coast to Coast. And what I'm finding is Trump could very well be that renegade that has not been brought up, you know, kind of in the politics like a Bush that was director of CIA. And, you know, they, right. they have this long history of the politics or that swamp in D.C. where Trump comes in as a businessman and he's a disruptor. I, you know, I, I think it, it's more possible with someone without that background of politics. Um, however, I just don't believe that our presidents have much information on it. Why would we tell them they're temporary employees? And truthfully, there's not really a need to know at this time. Well, I'm sure they didn't know about this Pentagon study in the UFOs. I mean, that... <laughs> Absolutely rocked the House and Senate. Um, they were more upset about the money. Seeing, seeing that the study of UFOs, they don't understand the national security implications as you think they would. All they saw was $22 million in the same light as the shrimp running on the treadmill. It, you know, they see right. it as, why are we wasting you know, taxpayer dollars and that much of it? Although $22 million isn't a lot of money, um, in, in D.C. Are you familiar with the work of David uh, Jacobs, Chase? Yes, absolutely. Okay. David is one of those who goes against the grain and believes that these visitations or these UFO arrivals are not very friendly. He thinks they're dangerous. What do you think? You know, there's a lot of evidence pointing that way. We're not finding a lot of evidence of um, helpfulness. We see more of a surveillance-type um, scenario when we're really studying, you know, the objects coming in. When we talk to contactees or, you know, a, a, more, um, a, a more familiar word, abductees, sometimes we get a different picture. But to be honest, George, I'm not seeing a lot of evidence that 
uh, these people, their lives are changed for the better. Well, you know, sometimes, like in the case of, um, you know, in the beginning, mostly they were terrified. They called them demons. Um, and it, it's just after a while, there's an almost an acceptance. However, we hear from many people that they were good experiences. So I'm kind of on the fence. I, I still don't think we have enough probative evidence or admissibility on either side of the equation. Uh, because we're still trying to figure out who are they and what do they want. Well, uh, absolutely. But maybe we'll get some answers one day, Chase. And uh, with researchers and investigators like you, I think uh, we will get the answers sooner than later. But it's interesting that this universe may be full of uh, entities that uh, are like us, where not all of them are very friendly. They're, you know, they hate, they kill, they do whatever they do. You would think that once you reach a higher level of intelligence, as they should have, that things will be calmer. I don't think they are. I, I think, again, that some of the possibilities out there is what direction you know, your species has taken. Um, in the case of us, we, we could have taken a more enlightened view instead of nuts and bolts technology. And it seems like we focused in on money, commerce, and technology versus the enlightenment of, you know, just caring for one, one another as humans on a planet. And, and I can easily see that other civilizations have done that. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.